Khalif Raymond from the 30. Flag is down. And Raymond has run out of bounds. Another flag comes in at the 32. There are six flags on the field. Monday, December 6th. Here we are. No national day again today. We're going back to birthdays because it's uh, Johnny Nemanzel's 29th birthday. And I know he's going to let us know about it on his Instagram, as he usually does. You know, any excuse to party for the man himself. So I uh, I wanted to come in on the celebration as well and say happy birthday. Congratulations, 29. I know Owen's a fellow fan, so I know he's probably excited for the birthday too. Yeah, no, I'm a huge fan. Uh, I'm not going to be doing much to celebrate, but uh, I'm, I'm with him in spirit. Let's go. Because he's, he's one of my favorite players. Ever. Me too. If anybody has an old yeah. uh, College Station authentic Johnny football jersey, I will buy it off of you. And I don't want to start a price, but size medium, like 200 bucks, and I will take it off your hands. I'm that wow. desperate. DH Gate, maybe send it my way too. <laughs> I do love you, DH Gate, and uh, we haven't brought you up in a while. Alex, you got anything you're uh, hampering for in the jersey department? Anything you need lately? Uh, nothing much. Still waiting on those DH gate orders. Uh, we had a big order like in freaking the beginning of September and still haven't gotten anything. So DH gate, you got to step up your game. But, uh, on Johnny Manziel, um, I wonder how his golf career is going. Cause I know in the summer I mentioned that, uh, football didn't fit his lifestyle. He wasn't the problem. It was football. Mm-hmm. That was the problem. And golf fits his lifestyle more. So get sleep in a little bit more with golf and stuff. So um, hopefully he's uh, going to turn pro here soon. That was a classic episode. People will remember that one because that, yes. that was a banger. I, I remember it well. Something like May, if you want to go back and dig it up, because yeah. it's worth yeah. it. Alex had quite a bit on Johnny football. Um, football, week 13. We're uh, finished up. We're ready to talk about it on episode 61. Um, it was a pretty good Sunday. Alex caught a lot of the games. He said it was a good Sunday. If you want to give it a rating. Yeah, big time. Uh, caught a lot of it. Um, oh, I'm going to give it like uh, 8.8. I think there were a lot of close finishes, a lot of surprises. Um, ah, 9.2. Okay. 9.2. <laughs> I saw Phil wasn't feeling my 8.8. I got to rip it to a 9.2. So, yeah, it was it was a great day of football. It's just going to keep going up instead of 9.6 yeah. right now. I think Owen's ready to make it a 10, but, uh, you know. It's up to him. Zach did throw an interception, so that's that might have docked it a little bit, might it? He did. He did. You know, I was thinking, you know, it's a little bit embarrassing that he missed, like, four games and still leading the league, and he's right up there in interceptions. <laughs> I was like, it's time to turn it around, and he was looking good. Uh, and then in the – I think it was the third quarter, he had a pretty ugly pick. So it's okay. We'll get him next week, Zach. Uh, nothing to be worried about. But uh, other than that, I mean, I would rate it about a seven – because there were too many blowout, blowouts for my taste, but uh, it was kind of made up for with uh, with the Lions win and some close games. So I can't complain. Definitely, any Sunday with football is a good Sunday. That's what I like to hear. Like it, you know, yeah. we're gonna miss these when we're gone. We only got like five more to go, so cherish them, hold them close oh, to the man. chest, and uh, don't let them don't go. Don't let it go. Um, <laughs> Sunday night football, Denver Broncos. They go down by a count of uh, twenty-two to nine in Kansas City to the Chiefs. Um, stop me if you've heard this one before, but the Broncos defense was really good and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey didn't do much. So Broncos defense were really good and uh, their offense let them down. You ever heard that before? Any of the last five Always. years? Has that uh, happened? Always. Always. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a tough scene. You wouldn't want to be there right now, but uh six and six 
Kansas City goes up to eight and four. You'd think probably Denver now with the Chargers win today, they're uh, in tough shape if they want to make the playoffs. Would you guys agree there? Yeah, yeah, I would say especially in the AFC because pretty, I feel like basically like half the AFC is above five hundred or more. Like it seems like every team is is right there. So you got to be winning every game you can, and I don't think they have the uh, firepower to get it done. Unfortunately. Yeah, uh, I agree. They've got a bunch of divisional games here left. Uh, they got the Lions next week, so maybe might be a might be a win. The Lions are hot, um, but yeah, Bengals, Raiders, Chargers, Chiefs. So those are those are some difficult games. And then all the other teams ahead of them, the Bills, Chargers, and Bengals are all I'd say better than the Broncos are right now. With and the Colts are actually uh, still in striking distance there. So um, it's going to be really hard for the Broncos, just as Owen alluded to, just so many good teams vying for playoff position. Yeah, I'd say fair enough. Um, windy game, apparently. It was it was also a sleepy game, so forgive me if we don't give the uh, most precise analysis of what actually happened on the field. Um, I just realized off the top, we forgot to mention we're down a man today. Um, he's going to probably be pretty offended that we didn't bring him up through the first game, but uh, we're missing our usual Adam today, so... We, yeah. we do miss you right now. I know he'd probably have something good to say about the Broncos. You know, he's a positive guy, that guy. You can't take that away from him. He's Mr. Positivity, like a ray of sunshine. So uh, we miss you. Anything yeah. you want to say to him as he's listening to this right now? Um, you missed your lock. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Oof. He did lock the Niners, but so did Alex. And Phil. Hopefully, uh, hopefully your nose gets cleared up. Yes. Yeah. I wish you the best. <laughs> uh we could talk about the game of the day and i really want to talk about the game of the day there's no debating it was a huge huge victory for the pittsburgh steelers at home against the baltimore ravens absolutely fantastic game owen makes a face because he thought i wasn't gonna say this was the game of the day but this was the game of the day down to the final play 20 to 19 i mean if you would just want to let me talk about the steelers for a second you know especially against the ravens against all teams the Steelers don't exactly have a margin for error. If they turn the ball over, they basically lose. If they take a lot of penalties, they lose, um, particularly against Baltimore. But today, only five penalties, no turnovers. That was a that was a textbook performance. Defense holds you in. Big Ben does just enough, literally just enough. That I'm just stretching the word enough. Um, does it done all right? Six five and one. <laughs> Call me crazy, but playoffs. I think they're possible. They play the Vikings this Thursday. Vikings, we saw them lose today. Are you guys going to shoot me down? Are you going to say, ah, you guys got the infrastructure? What do you think? No, they're oh. not. They're not making the playoffs. Uh, I hate to say oh, it. Color me shocked. Uh, I think the <laughs> the whole week, all we've been hearing about is how soft they are, and I think it kind of got to Big Ben because rumors are he's told his people that he's uh, he's done after this year. So I think he's kind of feeling the heat. A little bit that the heat's the the seat's getting a bit too hot for him so i think he kind of sees the writing on the wall that you know they're probably not going to do much this year and uh if he doesn't leave after this year he's going to get like taken out on a stake so <laughs> i don't i don't think they're i don't but, but the bottom line is i don't think they're going to be uh, in the hunt for very much longer that is wrong but it's your opinion so that's okay alex are you going to side with him or are you coming to the uh, unfortunately i'm going to have to just looking tough. at this schedule it looks pretty tough i'd love the steelers <laughs> to get in. i'd love for them to get in um but titans chiefs um they play the ravens one more time i just don't know if they can pull wins out of those uh, out of those games um but 
as Phil talked about, that was such a fun game to watch. So many good plays. Um, Chris Boswell missing the missing the extra PAT. Deontay Johnson wide open. Ben with the greatest pump fake I've ever seen in my life. Got the whole defense faked them out, and uh, Johnson had that easy uh, walk in. Um, it, it was just a great game, so uh, it was a lot of fun. You mentioned the game, and uh, as you bring up that schedule, I did not know that they had those games left, so that's tough. <laughs> oh yeah, but you know, we still <laughs> stay hopeful in here. We don't go under five hundred, so go. maybe you know, yeah. stranger things have happened. But uh, on the game, the Ravens they drive down to take the bring in the score within one, not take the lead, almost almost take the lead but uh bring it to within one decide to go for two instead of uh just kicking for the tie personally i did like as a Steeler fan which is usually how i quantify these teams it things if i'm cheering against you what do i want you to do i wanted them to kick so i wasn't happy to see them go for two the two play basically worked but i just want to know what you guys thought of it would you have taken the kick there because i mean in overtime it it is unlikely that pittsburgh gets a drive in quick enough succession to win the game but you do have Lamar from the two. I just wanted to know what you guys thought, Alex. If you want to shoot there, that's a that's that's a very tough question. Um, I can see both ways. Like you want to go for the two because you're on the road and you don't want to give you know you're you're playing away the the home crowds you know having an impact on the game. And if you're already down at the one yard line, like I can see why you'd go for the two. But I mean, the Steelers' defense was. I mean, pretty freaking good today, like pretty textbook. I think they did quite a, quite a bit of damage um, and they made it really hard for Lamar. So, um, but at the end of the day, I guess, I guess if you're already at the one yard line, might as well go for it. But it, I mean, it could have gone both ways and I would have respected it. What do you think going? Yeah. I mean, I'm the, like, Phil, you've played with against me and Madden. I, <laughs> I, I would go for two up 40 and then onside kick it right after. So, I mean, I, I'm, all in favor for uh, the aggressive calls. And I think from an analytics standpoint, I, I think if there's any team in the league that can score, that, that can get you one or two yards at will, it's probably the Ravens, especially with Lamar Jackson there. So I like the decision. And like you said, it would have worked if uh, Mark Andrews had better uh, hands there. They they don't call him um, Stone Andrews for no reason. No, they don't. They don't. They don't. <laughs> he's earned it. And he's he earned it again today. So, I mean, I like it. I think, uh, yeah, I think you you trust your guys. And I, that's why I like John Harbaugh, too, is because he's done that uh, at multiple points this year. He's, he's, there was that play in Kansas City where he asked Lamar if he wanted to go for it, and Lamar said yes. I think he has a lot of trust in uh, his guys, and especially Lamar Jackson. Uh, and so, you know, I think in that situation, he had confidence that his players were going to get it done and, you know, didn't work out. But I think if they were to redo it, they'd probably – make a similar decision well you mentioned the analytics there and Tomlin did say after the game I wrote the quote down because he said they play aggressively sorry they aggressively play analytics so from that standpoint they're predictable which I think from his perspective he thought okay if they score they're going for two and now we got to like I think he was sort of already prepping for the two as they were going down in his head of what you think so I mean if, if he's saying that after the game that to me implies that he knows that they are probably going to go for two if they score there if he's saying that after. I don't know. I don't know. I, I would agree with you, but the fact that he called the timeout makes me think that he was taken off guard and that he wanted to figure things out with his defense. No, I think he just wanted to see what they were coming out in if he was when he called the that's time. That's possible too. But, I mean, yeah, that's possible I, I thought he he coached a good game today, and I, I think I side with Owen on that one, that Harbaugh probably makes the right call going for two there. You have the MVP. More often than not, he's going to find a way to get you two yards, and the play worked. The guy just 
didn't really hang on to the ball. I mean, it still would have been close, even if he had caught it. I'm going to maintain yeah. that because there were guys closing, but it, it was going to be close. But uh, they've those two coaches have gone at it 30 times, and it's 16 wins for Tomlin, 14 for Harbaugh. It's a pretty good rivalry. So if they go at it, I know they go again in Week 18, so it's going to be exciting to watch. And, uh, I mean, I got to shout out my boy Tomlin because against a, an opponent with an equal or better record as an underdog, 30-8 and eight against the spread. So I don't know what to tell you. The Let's guy go. just... Turns out results against good teams. I keep telling you, but, you know, one day you'll listen. One day you'll listen. Uh, Chargers get a big win in Cincy this weekend, 41-22. Uh, listen, you know, Bengals going to Bengal. Uh, this is how it is. Just when you think you got it figured out, they get big wins. They come out, and they sort of laid an egg today. They did come back, so credit to them. They were down 24 nothing. come back, make it close, but ultimately take the L. What do you think is the real Bengals? The one we saw today in the first half or the one that's coming back? They're sort of hot and cold, but which one do you bet on to show up come playoff time in the important games there, Owen? I think uh, I think we have a large enough sample size to, to, to be able to say the Bengals are, are quite a good team. Um, and I think they're better than they played today. I think the reality is they're still it, – it's like a – I think they're in the process of kind of building into a really good team. And it's just kind of they've had – more success than they've even expected. I'm trying to think of like a good a comparison of a team that was kind of maybe like the Cavs this year in basketball, where it's like they're rebuilding, but they're kind of good. You know Ohio. what I mean? Oh, let's go. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, no, I think they're a legitimately good football team. I don't know if this is their year to maybe make a deep playoff run, but I think they could, uh, they have an outside chance of the playoffs at this point. Um, and you know what? I think that what this tells me is the chargers have is it's just another chargers game where they're wildly inconsistent uh there was points like halfway through that game i was like is is staley actually like a good nfl coach like i was starting to question that um and then by the end i was like yeah he's probably a pretty good coach so i don't know they've got stuff they need to figure out but i think the Bengals are i think they're fine I uh, I agree with you on the Staley thing. I find myself wondering that at least like three times a game. But these teams yeah. kind of are the Spider-Man meme. Like they're kind of just the same team. Like for a quarter, yeah. you're like, wow, that that is a deep playoff run waiting to happen. Then the next quarter, you're like, is it they going to pick in the top ten or what's going on here? <laughs> what do you make of this one, Alex? Anything on the uh, either of these teams? Yeah, yeah, good, 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 uh, good analogy there. A comparison with the uh, Spider-Man meme. They're they're quite like mirror images of themselves. But if I had to pick one team to go farther in the playoffs, I'd go with the Bengals actually, because uh, the Chargers have disappointed me quite a bit. I think they should be better than seven and five. And um, like you said, questioning a lot if Staley's the guy. Herbert's been kind of questionable at times. But um, like Owen said, the Bengals are a really young team, and I think it's kind of expected that they've had these ups and downs. And as with all young teams, you need to establish a form of consistency, and I think they're still looking for that um, in ways. But the wins they've had this year, I mean, I've been very impressive. They, they just dropped 41 on the Steelers last week, and the Steelers have a great defense. So um, I, I think they're definitely a team you're not excited about playing in the playoffs. Like uh, I, Joe Burrow's been in big games. Um, they have a really talented offense um, that, that can be potent at times. And today in the game, um, I think it was a little unlucky too. Jamar uh, Chase had a couple of drops uh, that he'd usually usually catch. The ball bounced off him a couple of times. Um, and, and, you know, just kind of an unlucky game. So a um, few, few balls bounced their ways, and it could have been a tighter game than what the score indicated. So And, and like you said, also coming back from 24-0, I mean, that shows, you know, some, some pretty big heart there by them and uh, compete level. So um, I, I'm, I'm, still, I'm still happy with the Bengals. 
and not to mention his uh, finger too. He did hurt it a little bit. He was clearly in a lot of pain for some of yes. that. I, I bet he, you know, he got the shot at halftime. He was okay for the second yeah. half, but we'll see if that affects him at all this week. There was a lot of talk leading into this one about if you'd rather have Herbert or Burrow, just quickly, if either you want to take on that. I think they're pretty even, but at the end of the day, I think Herbert's probably a better athlete, but I don't yeah, know which I would one take, I'd rather have. I would take Herbert and, uh, I think they're both really good quarterbacks, but I think Herbert's got more physical tools than Burrow does. I think that's what it comes down to because they're both elite decision makers. They're both accurate passers. Uh, but Herbert, the, the, he can make throws that I don't think Joe Burrow can make regularly where he can throw off his back foot in a, you know, a, a kind of muddy pocket and throw just on the money 50 yards downfield. Like some of the throws he makes are unbelievable. Uh, and, and that's not to say Burrow can't make great throws. I just think there's a, a slight gap there. Yeah. I'd actually go with Joe Burrow, just given, um, I, I think going into that national championship game and winning, I think that was a big deal for him. Um, I'd still want to see Herbert in some big games. Um, I can't deny his athleticism. His, his athleticism is definitely better than Burrow's, but Burrow's almost got that kind of Brady in him where it's just more like cerebral and he's got a high IQ level and he just makes the right plays most of the time. So I'd go with Burrow, but like Owen said, they're both, they're both great. Yeah, uh, I, it's really close between the both of them. But Charles Davis on the broadcast today did say that Joe Burrow reminds him of Wayne Gretzky. Hot that take of the no week, sense. bro. Hot take of the <laughs> week. I'm not uh, I'm not there, bro. I, I don't take. see that. He was like, they see the field, and just like Wayne Gretzky saw the ice, I was like, whoa, that is a take. <laughs> and then he was like, and he reminds me of him a little bit. I was like, in what way? I don't see <laughs> hey, That's me. Right. Now, Owen, this is the one you thought was the game of the day. It's Detroit Lions 29, Minnesota Vikings 27. What a moment it was. Lions yeah. get their first win of the season. And, uh, you know, we really, we we all saw it. It finally happened. We were all cheering for it. They win the game. Final play. Walk me through it. What were you boys thinking as it's going down? Final play. So I was thinking, well, if you rewind it a little bit more, I was thinking, Oh, no, the Lions did it again. They figured out a way to lose this game after being up two touchdowns. Um, and then coming down the field, it was like, I was like in a state of shock. Like I could not believe what was happening. Um, and then I, I don't even know. I saw the, I saw the throw and I was just like, I was in shock. I was like, I was like, I, I was shocked that a, that, that Goff was able to like, identify that that's where he needed to throw and then two he was able to put the ball right where he needed to put it it was it was unbelievable it was uh, i was shocked that's the glass the is shattering right now because joining us live into the program you remember him from the summer first guest of the winter we told him he'd be on after the first lines when he said i want five minutes i said you can have all the five minutes you want it's two-tone Patek, Lions fan Tony. He is back. He's wearing the Stafford jersey. He's, hello, wearing, hello. The, he's wearing the Lions hat. Tony, how does a victory Monday feel for the first time this season, boss? Feels amazing. I am I'm astounded right now. I am blown away. Everything is just falling into place right now. I honestly <laughs> believe we have a chance at the playoffs now. Anything's possible. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But for real, like the Lions, like it's it was it was just meant to be. The way the way that this game turned out, it was just lion fashion. It, it, on my edge of the seat till the end, till the end of the game, I I couldn't have enough. It took us so long. It just it feels so good. It feels so good. I can't even describe. It feels like we just won the Super Bowl. To be honest, it honestly feels it feels like we just won the Super Bowl. Like I did not think we were actually gonna get a win this season. And honestly, 
the main reason was because we didn't have um, DeAndre Swift in. So we're, with um, Anthony Swift as our OC, I thought we were just we're just a running game team. We, no, no DeAndre Swift. I'm like, God forbid, Jared Goff has to throw the ball <laughs> all game now. Oh my! Like I thought we were just gonna pick after pick, but I, I guess the Vikings defense, I, I, it's okay, but it just isn't that good. It really wasn't that good today. They did not show up at all, and we showed up. Another thing is too, we played two two halves. Great. I it's always we show up one half. And the other half, we just shit the bed. I don't know. It just, <laughs> just it never works out for us. It, it never. It ne- it, it's always we either start off strong or finish off strong. Never both. We kind of gave in on the third quarter, but that's honestly fine. It doesn't matter. <laughs> no, people, people are gonna say that Dan Campbell's, that Dan Campbell's. Um, it was like fourth and like one, uh-huh. and we had like twenty five yard line, and people were saying you should have kicked it. Honestly, that won us the game. Because if we gave the ball to, <laughs> if we just kicked it, and and Minnesota had um, gotten the thing, they would have just ran the time, then got a point on us, and then we would have had no time. So I honestly think that Dan Campbell not um, uh, punning it there. Beautiful, beautiful coaching. Mm. Honestly, just and this just I am just so happy for Dan Campbell. I don't know about you guys, but. The main reason I'm happy right now is for my boy Dan Campbell and seeing Jared Goff to start to Dan Campbell. Like, yes, like this guy's literally carrying you right now. Like, it's <laughs> unbelievable. It's actually unbelievable. And we fight every week. Every week, it's actually a fight. And yes. seeing these guys finally win and our team finally win is the best feeling. Best feeling. I am. I am just like I can't even describe how many emotions I have out of ten, dude. It's it's insane. It's insane. Well, I like the I like the Dan Campbell theory about punting there. It's kind of like if we like actually like play the field position game, we're just gonna lose. So let's give you the ball yeah. now, let you score, and then let's try to score. Kind of a yeah, kind exactly. of sharp <laughs> idea there by Dan. And the other thing I want to say, one and zero in the gray jerseys. So you better just Ooh. wear the gray jerseys again next yeah, week. Yeah, I, I I'm loving the gray jerseys. Gray, gray jerseys out there. We're I think it's more intimidating. I think it makes yeah. us more intimidating. The blue's a little too bright. Tone, tone, tone. I have a question for you. Talk to me. So, do you think they should uh, maybe put uh, put um, Swift on like the long term IR and or shut him down for the year, or, or what are we thinking? <laughs> no, <laughs> not, uh, not at all. We need this guy back as soon okay. as possible. We have no running game without him. I mean, like okay. our whole like most of the time when we're getting yards is because of Swift. Like I'm That's surprised right. that Goff did not throw that many picks today. Like he fumbled the ball like. On for on that fourth Wait, play, which was just so yeah. scary. I'm like, ah, oh, it's just another goof moment. Here we go again. Like I was, <laughs> I was ready for it. I was about to cry, and then somehow Amari C. Brown catches it, and I was, I was just, I was so happy. Like there was, n- I looked at it, and I was like, hey, like the refs are gonna do something. Like, like I'm like, there's no way we just won. I at first I was like, we didn't actually just win. Like something's about to happen. Like refs are about to throw a flag, and as soon as I knew we won, I, I just was screaming, yelling. I was just. I couldn't stay in my seat, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Anything for the guest of honor, Alex? What do you got? Oh, it was it was crazy. I, it was definitely uh, a Lions type of game. Um, it was chaotic. It was electric. And uh, so many points throughout that. It was four seconds left on the clock. I'm like, okay, um, it's going to get tipped when Goff throws it. Okay, it doesn't get tipped. It's going to get shot up into the stands. Like, Goff's going to overthrow it. Okay, that doesn't happen either. Um, it's actually coming to the player. It might get intercepted. That doesn't happen either. And when he catches the ball, 
I think he's going to like drop it. He's not going to survive the ground. There's going to be a flag <laughs> somewhere on the play. The ball's going to just, it's just going to fall out somehow. Something, something wrong is going to happen here. Exactly. And no, yeah. And then the best part is seeing that little yeah. one show up right after the yeah. final, right after they put the final and that little one shows up. Yeah. Holy smokes. <laughs> so I'm happy for Tone. Um, like he said, it was his Super Bowl today. And uh, you're going to remember this one for a long time. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yo, let's go. You, what do you guys, what do you, do you guys think someone on like uh, Vikings coaching staff is going to get fired? Probably the defensive coordinator. It's a good question. Uh, it might be Zimmer. the coach. It might be the coach <laughs> yeah. at this point. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Like, yeah, like I've never seen golf like being able to throw like that in my life. Like I, I was just, I was astounded. By that was a bullet. Today. That was a bullet. It was a bullet. It was a, it was yeah, a straight was... bullet. I was like, respect. And he started out the game with like, 10 straight completions or 12 straight completions. Like he was dicing mm-hmm. up the defense. He was, he was, he was, he was in the zone today. Like, cause he played, he, he didn't play great, but he just didn't goof. Like he always does. Right. Like, so are we saying re-up the, another couple hundred million dollar extension or? Nope. Okay. Nope. Okay. Not yet. Okay. Nope, not at all. I, I don't want to see him on the team anymore. I've said it from the start and I'll say it again. He's, okay. I just don't want, I don't even want to see him on anybody's yeah. starting team, to be honest. You wouldn't wish that on anybody, hey? Nope, nope. Worst first overall pick in the history of the Dolphins. NFL. Let's go. <laughs> Scathing take. That was a big one. I like that. But you're liking, you're still in first overall pick position, and you're liking Kenny Pickett. That's the guy you want right now, as of right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm loving Pickett. Uh, like yeah. I, what I, what I saw for, I don't watch much college football, but that one drive he had, I was like, okay, this guy. This guy seems like the real deal here. That's and the real. fake slide too. The quarterback that was from Pitt. electric. Mm-hmm. Okay. It was it was just I didn't, like like little things like that, like players who think different. We need that. We That's need what I like that. to hear. Let's go. Yeah. Lots of Phil. Would you want to give Kenny Pickett to Tony, or would you want to take him yourself? Because you guys want a QB too, he and he's a Pittsburgh him. guy as well. Tony yeah. deserves him. He can. Okay. Have him. Fair uh, enough. I'm Let's giving go. him to Tony. Let's go. Let's go. A little act of kindness. You'll settle for Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) Yeah, I'll take Aaron Rodgers. You take Kenny Pickett. We'll call it even. How about that? Done deal. Handshake emoji. (laughs) Wow. Tone, it's a pleasure. Don't think this is the last we're hearing from you this month either. You're coming back on this month. Yes. I honestly thought I would be on the show like way earlier, but that's okay. I, I hope I see you guys again. I really hope I see you guys again. Thank you guys for having me again. I appreciate it. You Appreciate will be back. You, you will be back. Don't forget that. <laughs> Love you guys. Love you too. Love, Love you, you too, too, Tom. Tom. Love you, Tom. <laughs> well, I think the man said it all right there. There's really nothing we can add to the Lions. But uh, if you do want to talk about the Vikings, I, I do think there's a chance they fire Mike Zimmer. I did. Yeah. After the game, immediately, I was like, oh, put a fork in them. They're done. But I looked at the NFC playoffs, and I was like, no, they, they could still make it. Like, they just well, they can make up a game pretty easily here. It's not the end of the world. But... Would you get rid of Zimmer? Would you do anything after this one, or are you too deep in the race at this point to do anything? I'd uh, I'd probably let the season ride out, like you said. Uh, I mean, they could still make the playoffs, but they won't do anything. So uh, once the season probably wraps up, I'd uh, I'd part ways with Zimmer. There, I mean, he's done an okay job, but really, it, nothing. It's never amounted to anything. So um, I I think it's uh, time to move on with him. Yeah, I mean, I think in reality, Zimmer's a really good coach. Um, but if, if this team misses the playoffs again, it's, you have to do something. And I think he's the first guy that goes, even though I think he is a good coach. Um, because I don't think Kirk gets moved. 
And I think we're already seeing the seeds of that where Zimmer's kind of in the media. He's kind of like, he's saying, taking little shots, not shots at Kirk, but, you know, saying like, we want him to throw it out more, take more chances. He's kind of, uh, he sounds a little bit like a a wild animal cornered in some ways where he kind of knows the end is there. Yeah, I think it's sort of similar to what happened with Ron Rivera at the end in Carolina. Like, there's no denying he's probably a pretty good coach and he'll probably be pretty good wherever he goes next. But he's been there a long time. He's probably lost some of the say. I mean, it's the same message yeah. over and over, right? So, and I mean, I mean, yeah. uh, he does have a 22-year-old girlfriend, so prayers to him and her yep. if they do lose their jobs because yeah. that's a very tough situation. Whoa. And, Would you say, yeah. He has a 22-year-old like girlfriend. A, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mike Zimmer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It, it could be. A, it could also be like a Andy Reid in uh, in Philadelphia situation. That's another good one. Look at yeah. look at us. We're firing today. We're sharp. Yeah. It's probably like starting thirty minutes earlier because that game was so sleepy. We're just on yeah. fire yeah. today. And uh, Kirk Cousins, I I did want to mention, moves now to two twenty six and one when trailing entering the fourth quarter. So shout out to Kirk, king of the comeback. Those two we had were sick. So I have to bring those up. Uh, San Francisco 49ers go down 23 to 30 to the Seattle Seahawks. I did a little inverse score there. Makes you think I never watched football before, but you know, believe it or not, I have. And, uh, not to go right to the defeated team, but San Francisco, I mean, we talked about this with the Chargers and the Bengals, but honestly, to me this year, it seems like more teams like week to week, you just don't know what you're getting than I can remember. Like Vegas would fall into that category, the Chargers, the Bengals, the 49ers, and now the team that we're talking about. But that was an ugly loss today. And again, I mean, the last two weeks, they look good. They beat the Rams on Monday night. You know, they play teams close. And then now 2-15 and in their last 17 games against Seattle. Seattle just has proven to kind of have their number here in the last half decade and uh what do you what do you make of them good bad any take on either one or are you still like me don't know what you're getting here i don't know what i'm getting because i mean as much as i'd like to think i'm a football expert i just don't know anymore so like you said this season's been crazy there's so many teams where you can't get a feel for them and uh, the 49ers are no different this was my lock of the week i was pretty confident um and they started off really well um i think they were up like 13 or four, 14 points at, at, at one point during the game so um, I was like, all right, <clears throat> San Francisco's got this in the bag. They'll run the ball like they always do and um, and just kind of close it out there. Kittle, Kittle had that big touchdown. I was like, all right, like they'll close it out here. And then Seattle just kept, kept coming back. Whenever you think, uh, whenever you thought um, San Francisco would run away with the game, um, C- Seattle would come back with another touchdown and another big play. And then that uh, big play and big drive by Russell Wilson at the end there to get it to lock it was, was huge. So, um, I've still seen enough though from the 49ers where, you know, it's still a tough team um, that uh, could, could honestly, I think beat anyone in the NFL, just given how they're constructed and how Shanahan runs his offense. Um, They're in a playoff position right now, but, uh, but credit to Seattle for sticking in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, I I kind of agree with you, Phil, where I think this is kind of a situation where uh, the Seahawks have just generally, at least under, uh, you know, Russell Wilson and Pete Carroll have kind of had the 49ers number and they've been pretty successful against them. Um, but I, I would need to see a lot more from the Seahawks to convince me that they're not a bottom three or four team in the league. Or maybe maybe that's being a bit harsh, but no, they're that at was the bottom harsh. That was harsh. Yeah. You mean you that's probably harsh. <laughs> bottom, like, let's say they're a bottom 10 team. Okay. Be generous. Um, and then with the Niners, I give them a little bit of leeway because I, I would say they're missing probably their best playmaker. And then they had uh, the injury as well to uh, Cannon. So they, they didn't uh, have Fred they, Warner either today. Yeah, Fred Warner, who might be one of the best middle linebackers in football. So I think they're missing 
you know, they're a bit banged up, but I guess that argument is just, I guess the response to that is just everybody is. So maybe that's not a good excuse, but I don't know. In this case, I would say uh, I would need to see more from both teams to, to, to kind of convince me either way that to, to change my opinion on them. Because yeah, I, I mean, still think the 49ers are dangerous. They're they're lucky to be in the NFC where they can drop these games and still have the luxury you're sitting in playoff position because AFC has proven to be I mean, much tougher for these teams yeah. down the stretch here. But, I mean, you mentioned Seattle there. You're still not believing. But 4-8, and eight, two back of the playoffs. Didn't look that bad today. AP looking spry, looking like it's Madden 25, and he's on the cover yep. again. Number 21, Adrian Peterson. I mean, for our Seahawks fan listeners, namely Gabe, big fan, big listener, uh, can we dream of a playoff spot for the Seahawks for him at all? Can we do it, Alex? Are you gonna dream at all? One dream. Oh, um, hold on, I gotta pull up their schedule here because I'm a big schedule guy. Wow, they're basically second last here. So, um, and they play the Rams, and they play the Cardinals. So no. Okay. All right. We tried to dream a dream for Gabe, and we uh, did not. So that's sorry, is, Gabe. Yeah, sorry, bro. There's nothing else we can do there. Um, Washington football team, 17, Las Vegas Raiders, 15, the 15, four wins in a row for the football team. Very quiet four wins in a row. Owen said before the show that he thinks they're looking quote good. Um, that's, that's an interesting way to put it. They've rocketed up into the playoff picture and the little late season magic, you know, well, let's give them a little shine. But if you had to pick one of these three, Heineke, Ron Rivera, or that defense getting it done without Chase Young, obviously, which one you think deserves the most shine there, Owen? Um, I would give kind of uh, a little bit of credit there to uh, to their defense. I think their defense, because I think we have to go back to, to, to before the season, we all kind of thought they were going to be, uh, you know, probably a top defense, like top five defense. And it, as far as the beginning of the season, it didn't really pan out that way. But I think they've kind of uh, overcame a lot of their problems. They gave up 15 to the Raiders, 15 to the Seahawks last week, uh, 21 to the Panthers, and then they only surrendered 19 against the Bucks week the week before that so they've uh I think they figured out some of their problems there and kind of reverted to the mean which I think for a team with the talent they have is, is pretty good even without Chase Young so um so yeah I think things are kind of falling into place and things are starting to kind of be where they should be where, where they're a pretty solid football team I don't think they're due to their maybe issues at quarterback not that it's an issue but just lack of di- dynamic playmaking there i think they they, they're a bit limited but i think they uh they deserve to be in the in the hunt right now what do you think alex yeah i'm gonna give credit to ron rivera i think they were two and six at one point during the season and you know they could have packed it in there the deep everyone was roasting the defense um it was looking shaky um like owen said quarterback was kind of an issue they were saying oh you should have traded for someone um and rivera ended up getting the most out of heineke and winning four four in a row and now they're six and six so um great great uh great job by him to get these guys uh rolling and winning some games and um wow whenever whenever they win a game he loves clapping and looking around in the stadium like he's gonna kill someone um he's done that the last couple times he likes kind of like starts licking his lips with his tongue and stuff looks a little weird but um i mean he's having fun so so good for ron rivera shout out to riverboat what a man and uh i know this is tough for you Augs, because you're raiders i mean Three extra days rest, get home for Thanksgiving after a big win. You're thinking, oh, football club coming to town should be a nice uh, victory here for us. Keep us in the AFC West. Now you're looking at a steep 
steep hill to get up six and six and you don't know what you're getting week to week are you uh are you folding on the playoff dream after today for the eighth time or are you you staying strong oh my god i mean this has been kind of the the topic the whole year like are we folding when we were what were we we started off hot then we were we were shit i don't even know this this schedule looks pretty heat though we got the chiefs next um and then we're playing the colts and the chargers to finish off the season so you know what for my sanity, I'm just going to pack it in, enjoy other teams, watch some other football, not worry about the Raiders. But um, this was a crazy game. <clears throat> it was a really crazy game. Um, freaking Trayvon Morig could have sealed the game there, didn't catch the INT, and he would have taken that to the house. If he caught that, that would have been the game. We would have won the game. Um, and it, it is what it is. You, we blew all our timeouts there towards the end, and – car to whatever that was like 30 seconds left with car that nothing was going to happen with that he doesn't really have a cannon of an arm he tried his hardest he tried his hardest and he got the ball to about like the two yard line so didn't really get it in the end zone so uh even if someone did catch it we were not winning the game so um yeah it it was kind of tough yeah but i mean you know if there's a silver lining for the season you know player killed a person coach is a racist but you found a kicker. Your kicker's nails. I'll give you that much. That yeah. guy, that guy, world on the line. Oh. I'm calling that guy. Carl- Carlson's sick. Yeah, he's he's sick. And I've seen the Raiders' uh, social media. They're they're marketing him pretty hard. So he's usually the front. Like you're, if you're buying a Raiders ticket, you're coming to see Daniel Carson. Yeah. Carlson just smoke balls through the post. So yeah. um, he's he's a great guy to have on your team and. Uh, and also, Phil, you forgot a lot of our players like to show guns on IG Live as well and threaten to kill people. So, um, yeah, was, among other things. Yeah, it's been a it's been an interesting season for the Raiders to say the least. Yes. Uh, big win for the Eagles today. Owen is uh, declaring himself an Eagles fan after today. Is this sort of like a uh, if you beat me, I'm I'm on the bandwagon because I want to lose to the best team situation? Because you were formerly a Jets fan, so I mean you've oh, lost. Uh, uh, you were formerly a Jets fan. I. I I'm currently a Jets fan. I'm I'm still a I'm Jets still. fan, um, but I like the Eagles. I mean, me and Alex were banging the uh, Jalen Hurts drum, um, and and I we still are. We still love Jalen. I Hurts. still am. Yeah, well, I'm I just he's injured, so the drum beats kind of. It's a bit of a pitter patter, um, <laughs> <laughs> but you know I'm still I'm still sticking with the uh, I'm still I'm still liking the Eagles. I think they're a good team, and uh, they're not going to do anything this year as far as uh, any sort of. Super Bowl hopes or anything, but hey, in the NFC, they, I guess, have an outside shot of making the playoffs, so that's kind of cool. Kind of cool. That's what I like to hear. Philadelphia Eagles, kind of cool. That's a nice little slogan for you there. Um, uh, You mentioned Hertz was out, and uh, I think Sirianni did say after the game that they will go back to Hertz when they're on bye next week, but after... They're going to go back to Hertz. I think they've got, I don't, I don't know who they've got. I think it's in division, but um, would you go back to him? Because Minshew did look pretty good today. So, I mean, Alex, if you want to take that, I Minshew was good, 250 and two scores. If he did Minshew add, looked, yeah. Yeah. He looked good, but against the Jets. Fair. So, very fair. I'd still stick with Hertz. He's still more familiar with the offense. Um, I'm, I'm just a Hertz guy. So, they got the bye week here, and you're playing divisional games. And I mean, I'd, I'd just stick with your guy. Like, just stick with your guy. I mean, if you're going to – like, you, you made the choice to go with Hurts in the beginning of the season, and if you're going to, I mean, kick him out because Gardner Minshew won a game against the Jets, I mean, that's a little, you know, 
when you put he's, it like then that. He's, then he's definitely not your guy. So there's no you have no confidence in him. So I'd stick with with Hurts uh, there. And oh my god, the NFC East is ju- looking juicy. I'm gonna be watching all these games, <laughs> all these games. They they play the football team twice, and they play the Cowboys. Uh, the, the football team and the Cowboys play a bunch of times. So I'm so excited to watch the NFC East. There's a sentence that hasn't been said in a couple years. I'm yes. excited to watch the yes. NFC East. Owen, what do you think of the controversy there? Um, I think it would just be very funny if they uh, decided to go with Minshew and then they ended up doing kind of what they did last year where both the quarterbacks hate the coach and then they just fire the coach <laughs> and both quarterbacks leave. <laughs> or, or they just roll with Minshew and get a new coach next year. But uh, yeah, I think Alex is right. I think it'd be, I think it'd be hasty at this point to switch your quarterback after one game against the Jets. It's so, true. Yeah. We all saw how that went down with Mike White. White Mike. He wasn't like replacing, but uh you know yeah he overstayed his welcome a little bit a little bit white mike is an elite nickname though i like that that's my (laughs) new favorite thing just flipping it white mike um uh, we have to talk about the Minshew video with his dad after the game it was going everywhere i think it had like two million views um quite a handshake quite the whole thing for me the highlight was the lady in the background screaming Godna sign this for the troops Godna for the troops that was the highlight for me but what an interaction I mean Alex you're the Minshew guy so you go ahead and if you have any analysis of this video yeah it was uh, it was an interesting video so first of all we've got to give credit to the fit the fit was absolute fire I mean you're playing the Jets and you're wearing a freaking aviator jacket um, I don't remember if he had aviator glasses on, but uh, he does but sometimes. It was, a, it was it was a sexy look, um, but <laughs> goddamn, him and his dad were pushing each other so hard. I thought someone was gonna get whiplash. Like they were just put, like <laughs> full on like cross checking each other. Um, so so, uh, but it it was a good it was a good video, and you did a great impression of that lady in the back. Um, classic Philly accent. And I thought at one point she was just going to say Mike Wazowski, um, <laughs> just, just given the accent. So, so uh, it was, it was definitely a great video. Anything to add on? No, it was a good video. I enjoyed it. Great yeah. analysis. Alex covered it. Love yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Owen mentioned before the show that he didn't know which one was Gardner Minshew for the first like 10 seconds of the video. That was just the highlight for me when I learned That's that. That's fair. Yeah, did look pretty That's fair. Same kind of build, same height. Yes. I mean, it makes yes. sense. They're father, son. I'm not exactly yeah. breaking news to anybody there, but hey. The other thing is his dad looked like a little bit taken aback. I thought. Like <laughs> his eyes, he's like, whoa. Like this is like so, like too much. Like this is like, you know, you push your dad and then you get to a point where you're stronger than your dad. Like you ever play fight with your dad when you were a kid? Like wrestle? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's there's like, a point yeah. where you get too big and your dad's like, whoa. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. It's, it's the first time you block his shot in basketball. He's like, yeah. damn. Yeah. What's yeah, going yeah, on? yeah. That's what I thought it was a little bit. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we did mention at the start, Zach Wilson, uh, 50 minutes of the game without a pick. Pretty good. Congratulations. Attaboy. Yeah. Yeah. That's your man yep. right there. Hey, Owen, staying quiet. Hey, well, next, staying we'll quiet. 60. next week, we'll get to 60. Next week, 60. 55. Baby steps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One at a time. Um, <laughs> Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 30. Atlanta Falcons 17. Nothing really surprising here. I mean, this is just uh, what everybody expected going into this one. It seemed like a typical Brady against the Falcons. And uh, I I guess we could talk about Brady because, I mean, he threw an ugly pick six today, but he still put up the stats, <laughs> 400 yards almost, and uh, I think four touchdowns. We are struggling for an MVP candidate this year. So I saw somebody on Twitter say, I think it was Pro Football Talk said, um, listen, 
here's an idea. Top seed in the NFC's quarterback gets it. So that would be either Murray, Rodgers, Brady, or I guess you could say Prescott. But you guys agree with that, or do you have another target that you like? Of, or if you like any of those guys, give it to them too. I just don't have an MVP pick at this point. I don't either. I don't either. I, I would. I like Brady, um, but there's some bias in there. I, honestly, if if you were <laughs> yeah. to tell me that, <laughs> if you were to tell me that uh, you think Aaron Rodgers should win it again, I would. Uh, I would not necessarily disagree with you i think you can make a strong case because i know owen in green bay is remarkable i know owen brought it up i think last week i'd just go with taylor like if we're talking most valuable like i think he's been a huge part of 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 the cold success and and why they've been winning so many games and uh, it'd be kind of nice to you know change it up a little bit since it's always been quarterback so i'd love to see taylor take it I think right now I'd have to pick Rodgers, but Brady's putting up so many numbers that by the end of this, it's going to be hard to make a case against him, I think. And, uh, I mean, considering you won the Super Bowl last year, like if you don't have a candidate, just pick the best player, I think probably is what's going to happen. But it did, if Henry didn't get hurt, I think Henry would be the favorite right now, I will say, because That's he's still favorite. second in rushing, still. <laughs> After missing a month. <laughs> yeah. Like he's he was that good for Tennessee, so hopefully they get him back for the playoffs. It'll be a more interesting playoffs if that happens. Uh, Dolphins twenty, Giants nine. Um, while we were sleeping, Tua's having a nice little resurgence here by becoming the checkdown king. If uh, if you weren't noticing today, he was something like I looked down at the stat line at one point. He had like twenty five completions for one hundred seventy yards. I was like, that's very Tua. Nice. Keep it within like the five yards from where you're throwing from. But I mean, seriously. He did complete like 81% of his passes in November. That was like a month record. Like he he's actually been pretty good for the Dolphins. I, I make fun of him by saying checkdowns, but he's getting some positive buzz. Five straight. Are you guys starting to believe a little bit in the Tua mania or what do you think? I mean, I didn't jump off Tua completely. I still thought there was something left in him and I think it would have been too early to just, you know, pack it in completely. I, mean, I remember, I still remember and I'm still shook by this. We were having Deshaun Watson trade talks and... I don't, I, remember, I don't remember who was saying it, but one of you guys was saying you wouldn't even take him back in the deal. I'm like, all right, settle down. So I think I think he's been I think he's been pretty good, honestly. And uh, like like Phil said, we make fun of checkdowns sometimes, but we also have people like Zach Wilson who refuse to 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 throw checkdowns, and then you can see how big of a disaster that is. So I'd rather have my quarterback throw checkdowns, and you can win what I think they've won four or five in a row, and uh, kind of be a decently competitive team. So. Uh, I'm not hating on Tua. I respect his game. I think he threw for like 250 and two touchdowns today. So good job, Tua. Major ricochet shot for Zach Wilson if he was listening to that. He's like, whoa, I'm not even involved. What are you doing? <laughs> Sorry, Zach. <laughs> and when you said somebody in this room said it, I think it was Owen. So, Owen, if you want to yeah, get back on the uh, Tua train, go ahead. Yeah. <clears throat> Unlike Alex, I was uh, I, I was completely off the Tua train. I, I, I never held I, – I, I gave up all my hope. Um, so this is like the prodigal son crawling back, um, because I do think that, uh, that Tua, he's uh, shown enough promise to be, to, he's something. Say, How about that? Yeah, he is. He is something. And, and the, the something is winning football games. So I think it makes his performance looks even better when you're on a five game win streak and the defense is playing like how it should play. So yeah, I like him. He earned some more time in my books. Definitely. And Waddle has been a big, big playmaker for them. And he kind of fits what he wants to do. He's a nice little fit there. Good receiver. That was a good pick. And they got, I think, two first. No, they don't have their two first. What am I talking about? But hey, whatever. Um, it's a long day. Yeah. We're getting and, to the and, end. And, 
you got to keep in mind too, as far as the checkdowns go, some of that has to do with him playing behind arguably the worst offensive line in football. Yeah, true. Him, it's the Giants. So, you know, he doesn't have a lot of the luxury of a lot of time to for Browns to develop. So, he's got to make some quick decisions. It's true. And uh, shout out to the Giants because I, I think Mike Glennon got a concussion today. Daniel Jones is already out, so now they're going to Jake Fromm. That's what it's looking like for next week. So yes. uh, they signed. George, you should have got the Jake Fromm versus Tua again. We, that would have been electric. Oh, yeah. Nice, good little <laughs> nice, connection there. Nice, buddy. Owen. Nice. Thank you. It's a nice story until you realize they signed Jake Fromm five days ago. That's a nice story. Um, okay. <laughs> we're reaching the no surprise section. So Arizona 33, Chicago 22. You might think this is bleak for the Bears, but I have good news for the Bears fans. Matt Nagy said after the game the team's going to keep fighting to the finish line. So okay. good news so for the Bears fans. He's doing what he's supposed to. Nice. <laughs> yeah. He's going to keep coaching, and they're going to keep fighting. Um, first game back for Kyler and uh, Hopkins, though, they – kind of wasted no time reminding everybody why they're 10 and 2 really the long and short of it cardinals looking scary kyler only had to throw 15 times today though so i don't know if the hamstring's still bothering him but he really didn't have to do much today you guys scared of the cardinals when uh everything settles and it's playoff time yes yeah i would say them or green bay are the most terrifying teams in football to play and uh I think we saw why today, because that connection is terrifying. And then when there's nothing there, Kyler can scramble and get however many yards he needs to get. So, uh, and then that defense has playmakers everywhere. Buda Baker, I feel like was, I heard his name every 15 seconds he was making a play. So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, no, there's, they're terrifying. I would not want to play them if I'm in the NFC. Yeah. hundred percent. I agree. Just, uh, I mean, give me a healthy Kyler and, and anything can happen. A healthy Kyler and a healthy DeAndre. Um, that defense is still looking really good. So um, I just I, I missed seeing that bobblehead running around on the field. So it's good to have yeah. Kyler. All credit to them for staying afloat while he was out too because he was out for quite a while and they uh, they done Let's a nice go. job. Colt McCoy stay. held it the down. Yeah, so. that's what <laughs> yeah, he does, dude. Colt McCoy is a fort holder. That's what he's been for 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> Continuing the no surprise section, Rams 37, Jags 7. Um, Jefferson, Cup, and Beckham all scored. Uh, The Rams won and the Jags lost. Anything from anybody here? Because I sure don't know. Did you bet the Jags? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Okay. Plus 12 and a half. It was too many points for a team that had lost three in a row. And look where we are today. Yeah, I'm I'm a a dummy too, Phil. I I also bet the Jags uh, spread. Same here. Yeah, nice. just, I'm probably 0-12 against them for the season. It's just, frankly, spectacular, the things I've done <laughs> for Urban. Um, Indianapolis Colts 31, Houston Texans 0. This is the last game. Really, all I have to say here is uh, they showed an ice rink on the broadcast in Houston. Ice rink, in quotations. Listen, we are a Canadian show. I understand we're blessed with a nice cold climate, but that was a big puddle. That was water. And... Um, <laughs> The thing is, like, why would you even put yourself through it at that point? Like, the aesthetic of going skating is not worth it when you're just going through sludge. That's all I have to say about <laughs> skating in Houston. Maybe don't do it outside. That's just my idea. Yeah. I don't know. Well, they could just give them any product, and the people of Houston would be like, whoa, no freaking way, because they don't know any better. It's true. So they're just <laughs> mushing through puddles, and they're like, no way this is where Connor McDavid plays. <laughs> like, this is what he does. This is harder than it looks. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure it is if it's just straight wet. Yeah. 
Uh, are we sure Detroit can't pass Houston for worst record in the league? Detroit just needs one more, and then they'll have the tiebreaker baked in because of that tie. Do you think the Lions can win one more and the Texans can pick first? Or Yes. Uh, really? Yeah, I do. Alex, yeah, the, you, you get the, the Lions, schedule. Yeah, I'm, I'm right on it right now. So, boys, <laughs> we got Broncos, Cardinals, Falcons, Seahawks, Packers. I think they could, they could. I mean, for all I know, get two wins out of these five. Uh, Broncos, I, Falcons, and Seahawks, they could munch. I hate to do it to Tony, but uh, no. I I don't think they're winning again. But <laughs> No, I'm I'm with Alex. I think they could. Look, as, as bad as the record is, Lions games have given me so much entertainment this year as a fan because they're always in – most with a few exceptions, they're usually in their games – um, and they're competitive, so that defense is sneaky, like not that bad. So you know they could, well, I could see them winning another game. They're not just entertaining, but they've played close games. I mean, they lost to the Browns by yeah. three. They tied the Steelers. Lost to the Bears by two. Lost to the Rams by nine. I mean, lost uh, to the Vikings by two the year before. The Ravens they played tight. So you know, I think they could pull out another win. Yeah, just yeah. thinking about that tie makes me so mad. Steelers could be seven and five <laughs> right now. I mean, God forbid. Uh, that's it for week 13. It's in the books. That was good. It was good to have Tony on and uh, talk Lions. And the, I mean, we didn't even have, he just came in here at the perfect time. That was beautiful. Yeah. Great stuff by Tony. Oh, I thought you planned that. I oh, thought you were, had him waiting. I, I let him, I let him know when to come. And then I started uh, talking uh, about the Lions and then he just popped in right at the perfect time. He wow. was, and he came in like, uh, shot out of a bullet. He was bang. Shot yeah. out of, I mean, yeah. he was out of a cannon. Sorry. Long day again. Uh, weekend winners and losers time. Let's do it. Who wants to go first? Who wants? You want to do winners? You want to do losers? What do you boys think? Let's go with winners. Are you losers? Ah, okay. I, I, yeah. <laughs> no, Owen. Owen. Owen can have it. Okay, we'll go. Right, losers. We'll, we'll go with losers. We usually do winners. So Owen, you go first with the losers. Okay. So my first loser this week is uh, the coin. Mm. So for those regular listeners, uh, this was brought up I think two episodes ago, but there was. Um, we never figured out if it was a girl or a guy who had made a <laughs> list go of with all the Raiders girl. games. Yeah. yeah, a girl. I feel like it was a girl. Yeah, and she she had made a list of all the uh, the Raiders games this year, and then flipped a coin to decide if it was going to be a win or a loss. And it, it was correct up until like it was released the the, the week they played the uh, Cowboys. It was perfect, and then they actually beat the Cowboys, upset them, which the coin predicted. Uh, and then this week I was like, you know what? The coin's not going to fail me now. I picked the Raiders because it had them beating the, or sorry, not the, it had the Raiders beating the football team and, uh, nope, they lost. So rest Put in all peace the faith the in the coin. Yeah. It was a good run. Uh, but it wasn't meant to be Trayvon Merrick's fault though. So yeah, we yeah. should all be mad at Trayvon Merrick. If he yeah. caught the pick, I mean, maybe like the coin's still hot. The more I think about it, there's no way a girl did that. No way a girl is sitting down with that much time going, I'm flipping coins for the results of all the Raiders games this year. That was definitely like a dude with unemployment yeah. and he just needed <laughs> something to do. Yeah. But the coin got hot for him, so it made him famous. So I'm I'm going to give him points. Shout out yep. to that guy. Yeah. You have another yeah, uh, loser in there, Owen? I do. And then my other loser is uh, Jimmy Kimmel. So oh, I don't no. know if, if you saw this, but uh, Jimmy Kimmel, he is uh, a late night host, obviously, and he... Uh, he he had, he had a little bit of an internet beef with uh, politician Ted Cruz. They, yeah, I, I don't actually understand exactly what the beef was over. I think it was because he made a meme of Ted Cruz on his show and then wanted people to, to make, basically 
to tweet this image of Ted Cruz and then with this hashtag so they could kind of start a little movement. Uh, and then Ted Cruz responded uh, on Twitter with a video of him. I guess he played Jimmy Kimmel in a one-on-one. Yes, uh, and so like the five years like, ago. Yeah, yeah, like five years ago. Um, and I think Ted Cruz played a little ball back in his day. Uh, obviously, Ted Cruz old. was born in uh, Calgary, actually. Yep, it's true. Yeah, he was. Yeah, that's right. Shout out. Um, and so the uh, the little compilation, I saw a couple edits of it, and I saw the uh, raw footage as well, but. Uh, it was rough for Jimmy, let me just say, because uh, Ted was, you know, he's a fat old man, right? So he was, he would, he was playing nice and fundamentally, backed him down. He got a couple nice hooks. Uh, he threat. hit a couple shots with Jimmy's, both Jimmy's hands just in his face. Like it was disgusting. Uh, and then Jimmy, <laughs> the, the most, the worst part was Jimmy was, it was like a ref to one-on-one. I don't know for what event it was, but Jimmy was playing like the worst de- defense I've ever seen. Like he was hacking him at every chance. He was like sticking his arms out, like vertic- like, like yeah. everything. He was doing everything to get to get in his way and hack him. And uh, Ted Cruz hit some some nasty end ones, and uh, Jimmy looked silly. So, wow. So Owen just watched the mixtapes this weekend. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Let's that's go. all I got this week. I love it. That was a good list. What are yeah. you throwing in, Alex? Um. Yeah. So I got two here. First one, I'm gonna go with Georgia. They're big losers. They just can't do anything about Alabama. They've been losing Alabama for years and years and years, and they lost again. Just when we thought Georgia had an edge over Alabama, they choke. They dropped to number three in the college football playoffs. Um, And Nick Saban just makes a fool out of them. I mean, I was texting Phil during the game. Um, The defense wasn't really an issue. I mean, credit to the O-line for Alabama for keeping uh, Jordan Davis at bay. Um, They saw they were double-teaming him quite a bit. But everyone was talking, oh, Georgia defense, Georgia defense. Bryce Young carved him up. Uh, Nick Saban drew up a great game plan. And then on the other side of the ball, too, the defense was looking great. I mean, Stetson Bennett couldn't really get anything going. He got sacked a bunch of times, threw a couple picks. Um, so credit to credit to Alabama. I mean, just you can't ever count them as uh, as underdogs. So great job for them. I liked the guy who said that uh, Stetson Bennett is headed toward a Heisman career as an accountant. I thought that was that was <laughs> fitting after what I watched. <laughs> and the, isn't this wasn't this supposed to be? Correct me if I'm wrong, uh, Filler. Uh, but wasn't this supposed to kind of be like a retooling year for Alabama? A little yeah. Bit? yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they lost one. early in the season Pulse. to Texas A&M. To A&M, yeah. And they had a bunch of other like tight games. Barely got out of Auburn alive. And uh, I, I mean, apparently they only have one uh, projected first round pick on defense. So yeah, I mean, people are oh, saying it's thoughts uh, and it's, prayers. Thoughts and prayers. I know, but for that exactly, it's <laughs> it's a it's considered a retooling season. But they're still kicking Georgia's ass. So even in a retooling season, they're they're great. Remember um, though, Nick Saban said it's not fair. They get everybody's hardest game. Remember, I mean, oh yeah, geez, yeah, dude. They get oh. when they play Ball State, they get Ball State's hardest effort in a fifty nine to nothing yes. loss. Because yeah. <laughs> they don't want to disappoint their families. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> also, rat poison is yummy. Yeah, but I'm not going to try it. So, I, that was the other thing. Nick Saban said after the game that the media rat poison about Georgia was funny. <laughs> Hey, Nick, maybe they went undefeated in the regular season, okay? But just lighten up for one day in your life. Come on. Jeez. Yeah. Um, and my and my second loser here is Charles Barkley. Oh, no. Uh, he, came, he came out with some great advice for all of us degenerate gamblers out here uh, and said that gambling's a 50-50. You either win or you lose. Uh, actually, Char- Charles pushes exist as well. So you're wrong. You don't know as much about gambling as I thought you did, and you're misleading. Uh, or and you're misleading. Uh, you're giving misleading information to gamblers. So uh, tough, tough scene for Charles there. 
For some people, it seems worse than 50 50. I'm not going to lie. For <laughs> yeah, for some people, it's more like uh, 1090. Yeah. When you yeah. bet the Jags, it's like 100 0. Oh, the cards are stacked against you. There's nothing yeah. you can do. You're, yeah. You're, yeah. you're just screwed. Nothing to do. Um, I'm surprised none of you took the Thunder, who literally lost by 73. Oh, yeah. I mean, I feel like I, I don't have them either, but I feel like they kind of have to be mentioned because, I mean, they literally lost by 73. How do you what do you even say in the locker room after that? I mean, say Shay, please come back. Yeah, I mean, damn, Presti, like, get us some freaking players, bro. That's these what happens. First round picks yeah. aren't helping us, aren't helping us with defense. Well, that's what happens when you value a win as much as a 2026 second round pick. I mean, honestly, that's that's what you get. It's dumb. I don't like their philosophy. I've been on the record saying it, but yeah, it's stupid. But Sam Presti, from a coaching has... perspective. Go ahead, Phil. I was just going to say, Sam Presti has kind of the greatest job in the world because he can just be like, well, guess what? I have four first-round picks next year, so the team's going to be better. And then he can just keep doing it year after year after year after year. And he's like, well, I drafted Harden, Duran, and Westbrook, so you should kind of trust me to draft. I mean, what can they really say? They're just like, okay, all right, you can keep your job. I don't know if they're that – I mean, I don't know if that's been – if they've drafted that well recently, though. I don't know if Poku's going to be good. I can't lie. Yeah, they have had shit. some misses. Poku kind of sucks. Oh, Poku's terrible. Poku's he's going to be in Slovakia in like two minutes. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm credit to them to drafting it. Durant. That was difficult to do. Hard call. Yeah. Hard call. Hard call. But Westbrook they, was tough. No, they do deserve credit for Westbrook and Harden, though. They weren't supposed to go where they went, and they took them pretty early. But they also have had some misses in recent memory, like Owen said. Like, remember when yeah. they thought Mitch McGarry was like the answer to like all their problems? <laughs> That's hilarious. Also, uh, Presti, you only have you can only play like mostly ten guys in a game, so it's not football where everyone gets to play a bunch. So, yeah, you're gonna have to make a trade at some point. (laughs) Yeah, you can't fit all like ten picks to play. So relax. Yeah. How good do you think uh, Shea has to get before he he gets moved for a couple first rounders? No, he's getting old. They should move him out yeah. before he yeah. turns 23. Yeah. yeah. I mean, how do you think he feels about this whole thing? He's like, you're not getting me any help? Like, like none? Like, I, what do I, what more do I have to do? I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, well, it's kind of weird when you get one game and they yeah. lost by 73. Yeah. That's it is kind of weird. It is kind of weird when you get drafted and it's like, yo, meet the vet. It's like, all right, sick. It's like, Shay. Yeah. Like, yo, I'm 22. Like, what's up? He's like, when'd you graduate? 2017. Oh, I graduated yeah. 2018. Yeah. Oh, oh damn. Like, yeah. you've been around the league, eh? Like, yeah. oh, I've been. I've been. Yeah. I played in yeah. one playoff series one time. It was pretty yeah. cool. We lost yeah. to Kevin Durant in six. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my losers, my for real losers, my first losers promotion. Okay. I'm going to take you back to Thursday. Canadian show, Canadian Football League. Uh, Toronto Argonauts, they played today, they lost. But on Thursday, they were one oh. game away from the Grey Cup. Did you see this, Alex? Yeah. One game away from the Grey Cup. Big home game. They usually don't sell very well for tickets. So their owners said, because they also own the Raptors and the Maple Leafs, they said to their quarterback, hey, man, go promote this game. Sit courtside at the Raptors. We'll give you great tickets. We'll <laughs> just do this little interview. And uh, here, take five of your teammates and go sit down there, do the interview, promote the game. He does the interview. Everything goes great. They come back Friday morning. 
They go to the facility. CFL says, yeah, part of our COVID protocols is you can't go to sporting events. You're out on Sunday. <laughs> so the Argonauts just lost five players like that. They did do a review of the process on like Saturday night and determined that they all could play. But for a minute there, promotion was a huge loser because here's people just trying to sell some tickets, make you know, make a little name for themselves, and bang, lose your starting quarterback. They did lose with them though, but you can't. I mean, I mean, it could have been a different result if the guy played. Not like I care about the CFL or anybody does, but hey, I mean, going to sporting events is a violation of COVID <laughs> protocol. Really, come on, come on. <laughs> well, I mean, the GM though should have known that that was already getting kind of shaky. Like, yeah, and that's and then, that's not like big accountability job. on his part. He was like, uh, it was my fault, but you know, and the, the CFL, I, I mean, like you said, uh, we don't really care about the CFL, but I saw people were getting pissed at the CFL for apparently bending the rules because another player on the team, the Hamilton Tiger Cats, I'm sure I'm getting everyone bored, but uh, Brandon <laughs> Banks said uh, he wanted to go to the game and they told him he couldn't. So yeah, CFL, it's looking tough. Anything on yeah. this situation on or is it just uh, I was not CFL? aware but uh, I didn't even know what was. I, you could have told me the CFL season was not even on, and I would have believed yeah. you. So. Yeah, you could have told me the same. But this story's yeah. too good to pass out. That is a good story. You guys should watch the clip of the interview after. It's so funny. Just knowing what happened after. It's like, yeah, everybody come to the game. It's going to be great. <laughs> out. Yeah. Um, and my second loser, I had to do it because, listen, I don't want to do this, but. Tristan Thompson, man, I mean, breaking news, shocking news. He got another woman pregnant when he was with Khloe Kardashian. He's not with Khloe Kardashian currently, but the timeline matches up that he was with Khloe Kardashian. Mm. If you're keeping track at home, that's the third time that's happened. So I'm actually sorry for Khloe Kardashian because that is brutal. This guy's just a maniac. And uh, listen, what are you doing, bro? Because uh, listen, I don't care what you do in your personal life, but you're making Canada look bad. And this guy's Canadian. He's been Canadian. First of all, he started this year by saying he he can't wait for the Cavs to retire his number. Uh, bro, uh, bad news. Chill. Steph Curry out rebounded you in the finals. And uh, <laughs> be- between this guy, Wiggins, Anthony Bennett, just making Canada basketball look like we just breed horrible people. So I, uh, no, no, nothing against Anthony Bennett. I think he's probably Stauskas a nice had guy. A good game oh, had like thirty six. Let's G-League. go, Stauskas. So, go. We're back. We're back. Shay. Yeah. <laughs> We're good. Yeah. Lou Dort. Yeah. Dort. Let's he, go. He only lost by 73. So, yeah. Sorry. It, I, I had to do it to Tristan. I also saw that he threatened, he was refusing to pay child support for this child, not to get too oh, deep into Tristan Thompson's business, but he said, everybody knows I'm retiring after this year, so you're not going to get any money. Bro, like, I don't think Whoa. that's how it works, man. Like, I, I think you, like, made, like, 100 mil off the calves. So, I don't mean to be that guy, but... Sorry. I, I love how he's I love how he's like I could go bankrupt because of you guys like chill like that's it they'll you make problem, you pay money bro. if yeah. if yeah they'll make you pay one money don't worry so funny dude he thinks he's like if I retire it's like Gronkowski where he's like they can't trade me if I retire he's oh like, yeah can't pay child support if I retire yeah like, it's over yeah canceled yeah just cancel the checks safe to say Thompson isn't getting any uh timbits of his name anytime soon so. no Tim Beebs, Tristan Tom, Trimson, Tom, Tom Beebs, Tom Beebs, Tom, Tom Bits, Tom Bits, Tom Bits, oh, that's Tom good. Tom, Tom that's Bits good. is okay. Too bad it'll never happen. All right, All right that's enough no. negativity. Let's talk some winners. Oh, and you, uh, you get the leadoff spot, my friend. A little uh, Ben Revere yeah. leadoff spot for you. Yep, yep, number seven. Um, so my first winner is uh, Sharks. So 
there's a story that uh, made the rounds on Twitter about uh, a shark. I think it's a Greenland shark that was identified. It's supposed to be like 350 years old. So it's supposed to be like born in like the 1600s. Uh, I would did a bit of digging as, uh, as, as I do, right? You got to make sure I'm not, I want to make sure the fans are getting the facts. And it turns out this is probably cap. Uh, it probably is not 300 years old, but, but so I was like, okay, darn, that's kind of sucks. But, but apparently this breed of shark, the like Greenland sharks live like 200 years. So it's possible that it could be even older. Like it could, it's possible it could be a really old shark. So <laughs> I, so we got a maybe winner fascinating the greenland <laughs> shark it, it, yeah. it could be 300 years old it could, could be 300 years old, but it's but i don't think i don't the reality is i don't think they have any way of actually like measuring how old a shark is because it's not like it's got like you can take like a part of its skin yeah, and what it's are you got, gonna like, do rings like a tree yeah. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> so i don't how know how many birthdays have you had <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and then uh i'm keeping it on uh i'm keeping it science this week <clears throat> let's go let's go yeah. science yeah and my second winner is uh is nasa so nasa a couple weeks ago a week and a half ago launched a mission where they're going to crash a spacecraft into an asteroid that is apparently headed towards earth in order to redirect it so it doesn't hit earth i'm not a scientist so, but that sounds like a bad idea yeah it's i didn't know but apparently that's like uh, i was i was on their website and apparently they have like a special spacecraft like they it had like diagrams of it and it launches and it's supposed to reach the asteroid in like september of 2022 and the impact is supposed to just redirect it off the earth's course so nasa Holy. basically saved the earth i mean so wow. shout out to them yeah. yeah you're making it sound like this is just like standard operating procedure i I don't believe that shooting things at space junk is, is but hey, yeah. I'm not a NASA guy, so I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I, it seemed cool to me, but I mean, I don't, they they seemed pretty matter of fact about it on the website. So I mean, I'm here to deliver the facts. Okay. No spin. Let's go. I'll believe yeah. them. Good to know we're still going to be insider alive. Owen. Yeah. Insider Owen. <laughs> insider Owen. Let's Sources go. say uh, Earth is launching an, uh, a spacecraft at the uh, an asteroid. The Adrian okay. Wojnarowski of spacecraft. Yeah, it's a bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you got, Alex? You're welcome. Uh, I've got one winner today, but it's a good one. It's a guy we all know and love so much, and we're happy to see him succeed. It's Demar Derozan. Um, I mean, he's been such a king this 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 season with the Bulls, and I honestly thought he reached kind of a peak uh, with the Spurs, but he's just gotten even better. Um, I watched him in the Nets Bulls game, and I, I kind of saw Derozan that I've never seen before, where it was he was the guy in the fourth quarter. Um, it, it was give, give DeMar the ball and he'll freaking score. And, and he was scoring beautifully. Um, I think he might have the best. The, I mean, KD's got a pretty nasty mid-range game, but DeMar's right up there in the league. I mean, definitely. It, it wasn't just like a pick and roll. I'll pull up from mid-range. It was, I'm spinning, I'm hitting like back, uh, shoot away fades. Um, I, like it was, it was insane. His footwork's always been so good. I was, I was, I was honestly astounded. He's averaging 26 a game and uh, he's become a legit threat in the fourth quarter, which we've, we've never really seen previously. So um, I'm so happy for tomorrow. I'm really happy to see him succeed. So he's definitely a winner. As you mentioned that fourth quarter stuff, he, when he first came to the Spurs, I can't really speak for the end of his tenure at the Raptors, but when he came to the Spurs, he was like a little bit more like he was with the Raptors. He was not comfortable in the fourth quarter, but the Spurs roster was so depleted by the end. He just kind of had to kind of learn 
how to do it and how to be that guy. And towards the end of last year, I mean, he was so clutch in, in any close game. He was making big shots, not in the playing game, the one the game that mattered. But um, <laughs> he was he you could see him becoming that guy. So when he went to Chicago, I was like, oh, yeah, that's a good any contending team. Like he's finally found a way to craft himself out a role on whoever team. He doesn't yeah. need the ball that much anymore, but he's good enough to have it in the fourth. So shout out to him. I'm happy for his success. Oh, and I know you're a DeMar guy, too. Yeah, I like Tamar. Um, I liked seeing him and Kyle Lowry too. That's like a a, a nice little relationship. Yeah. Have. Relationship goals. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. My oh, winners. Thing, oh, on go, Demar, go. I was just gonna say, um, I I saw like a like a basically like a courtside clip of him uh, against I think it might have been like the Pelicans or something, and I always feel like whenever I see those like the the clips from that angle like close to courtside it, it, it looks like really up close obviously right it's so always like wow like i could i could guard him like i could play him because <laughs> <laughs> it looks for real right and so then he's he's guarding him he's getting guarded and he makes like these crossing over and then he spins and he hits this like the disgusting fadeaway mid-range jumper with the with the guy defender's hand right in his face so Shout out to Mar for reminding me that uh, I can't guard NBA players. <laughs> nice, nice. I quick winner before my actual winners. Winner of the weekend, Owen, intramural basketball champion. Congratulations, wow. my friend. That's right. Round of applause. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I actually had a, a pretty good game too. So how'd you do in the if finals? Was it like a LeBron performance well, in game seven, twenty sixteen? No, I played I played two fi- so I had two finals this week because I'm in two leagues. The one that we oh. won, I played pretty well. I was I, I was a bit more of a Draymond Green role in that game, which I kind of played on that team, a more of a mm. Draymond role. Got a lot of offensive boards, like probably five or six, a couple block shots. I, I didn't score too much, maybe like f- f- three or four points. But then the other one I, the other game I, I popped off, I had one of my best games of the year. Had eleven That's- points. 11 a points bunch of offensive rebounds your regular kelly olenic yeah yeah basically basically congratulations so, to thank Owen. you phil though two-time champion that. hey i had to yeah. get you in there before my real ones thank um you. my first winner is staying prepared for anything not sure if you guys saw the bill belichick video from practice this friday but they asked him um about you know the conditions in buffalo and if that was going to affect him heading into tonight's game against the bills and he said quote and i'm going to do it in my best belichick voice we practice in wind we practice in sunny days, cloudy days, windy days, calm days, hot days, cold days, wet days, dry days. So good to stay prepared and practice in all the conditions. So shout out to Bill. That's a good little task for him there. Sounds Love like it. A, it sounds like a kid's book. Yeah. It's like a good night moon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> And uh, my second winner is the uh, 2010 South Carolina Gamecocks because on October 9th, 2010, South Carolina beat Alabama 35-21. to That's the last time Alabama lost to an SEC opponent. That is the last wow. time right there. Uh, South Carolina had Melvin Ingram on defense as well as Stephen Gilmore. And you guys remember Chris Culver? They had him too. Mm. He was on defense. And their offense, they had Marcus Lattimore. Do you remember how good he was for like yeah. two or three Cloud- years? Yeah, Clowney. No, not yet. Not yet. But they had okay. Marcus Lattimore and Alshon Jeffrey. Those were their best offensive players. And their quarterback was named Steven Garcia, who was later removed from the team for drinking. So that, that was my <laughs> deep dive. Isn't Whoa. South Carolina kind of like cornerback U? Isn't that kind of their claim to fame? I think that's FSU. Is it? Okay. Well, you're close. Seminoles, Gamecocks. It's, you know, 
that's that's yeah. not a that's not a, you know they shouldn't have been ashamed though to lose to that team. That's basically uh that's an all star team. That that's a god squad, no doubt yeah. about it. Yeah, <laughs> shouldn't be ashamed. Yeah. Well, I'm sure the Alabama roster had about ten Pro Bowlers, but no shame, no no shame. No, shame. Yeah. no. Uh, it's time hot take of the week, and then let's wrap it up for the uh, Monday morning show. Who wants to go first here? I'll send it here. Okay. Um. So my hot take of the week here, um, it's, it's kind of a bunch of Reddit people actually talking about basketball in 2010. Um, I can't really fault anyone too much here, but just reading this collection of take, th- these collection of takes are very funny. Um, so essentially someone asked uh, when Ray Allen finally retires, is Steph Curry the greatest threat to his three point oh, made yeah. uh, record? So Curry uh, broke the record. Um, I think it was a couple days ago, um, but he broke the record um, against Ray Allen and the comments are pure gold. Um, one is no one can ever catch up to Jason Kidd, let alone Ray Allen. Um, and then that, that's kind of a little appetizer. And then this one's the best. It says um, no one in the league right now could do it. Jimmer is the only one with an outside shot, but he won't because he's already 22. There might be someone that comes up in the league in a few years that is just an insane knockdown shooter like Ray. But outside of Jimmer, I don't think anyone else is even noteworthy. So Tough, tough, tough take for Owen. Tough, tough take, take for Owen. But Tough take for Owen, but I—I I mean, Jimmer was was pretty freaking good back then. I would have thought the same thing. Oh, just ask Owen; he knows. Jimmer, I mean, if we're talking, if we include China threes in there, he's got to be in the conversation. <laughs> Actually, yeah, I'd count as China threes. That's fair. Yeah, it's like in it's like in baseball when they say Ichiro had his like three thousand hit. It's like, well, we're including like the Japanese league. From, yeah, yeah. From the Japanese league. Wouldn't he have so, like four thousand yeah. hits or something crazy if you count the yeah. Japanese league? Dude, hits? Yeah, it was ridiculous because he was old when he retired too. He was like on the Miami and he was like forty-five. Yeah, yeah. What a wow. tank! That's probably got time. Shout yeah, out to no Ichiro. Kidding. I mean, Jimmer, he's the only guy with an outside shot. <laughs> That's <laughs> yeah. respect. A little pun too, because outside shot three-pointer, nice. Well, no nice. correlation. Because yeah. we're on baseball, I'll shoot here because uh, we're talking Ichiro, but we're, the, the Mets also signed Max Scherzer. And uh, my man, not a Mets fan, he clarifies this in the comment, but he had to uh, talk to the Mets fans a little bit about Max Scherzer on their announcement post of signing him. And uh, he jo- drops in the comments and he says, quote, congrats, Mets fans. Coming from a Nationals fan, I do wish Scherzer nothing but the best. Here's just a little warning, though. He's extremely below average in the playoffs. Just a warning, Mets fans. Cy Young caliber in the regular season, not in your rotation in the playoffs. Do wish him the best, though. So shout out to this guy just warning everybody, you know. You got to make sure that you're a good fan and clarify coming from a Nationals fan and make sure that you wish him a best. I wish him the best, as you call him a trash pitcher for the playoffs. So, you know, <laughs> nice. That's the, yeah, that's the classic, uh, no offense, but... And then it's like, yeah, well, yeah. offense is taken, but yeah. your take is trash. So. Yeah. No offense, but this is the worst dinner I ever yeah. had. He looked so. so bad on the Dodgers. Yeah, he looked really bad. Won a World <laughs> Series. Yeah. He looked really bad. Well, yeah, It's like getting a shirt and being like, hey, it looks good on you. It's like, oh, you think so? It's like, yeah, I would, I would never wear it. Like, I would never <laughs> buy it or put it on my body. But, like, it looks good for you. Yeah, I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm not built to wear that, but it looks good on you. Yeah. yeah. Or it's like a girl. It's like, oh yeah, she'd be great for you. It's like, oh, are you interested? It's like, no, 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 no. It's not, no, 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 not at all. But good for you. <laughs> good yeah. for the Mets. I mean, in yeah. a way, that is kind of fair. Like the Mets are just, you know, depleted. Good to take, yeah, the, take the baggage to the Mets. They 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 know how to deal with it. What you got, Owen? So <clears throat> I'm gonna bring it back to the world of football. Um, and 
my friend, uh, friend of the program, Chris Sims. Uh, he is an NFL analyst, obviously, and he was talking a little bit about uh, Taysom Hill. And uh, he was basically his the gist of his argument. The gist of his argument was that uh, he was like, you need be, people need to stop complaining about Taysom Hill. Like Sean Payton knows better. And then he proceeded to say he can make all the throws that Tua can make, and he's every bit as accurate as Tua is. Um, and look, I full disclosure, like I said before, not the biggest. Uh, haven't always been the biggest Tua fan. Uh, my Tua support has, it's come and gone. It's, it's waxed and waned. But uh, to say he, that Taysom Hill is every bit as accurate as, uh, as Tua is uh, <clears throat> is a bit of a hot take. I mean, I think, Phil, you mentioned it at the uh, beginning of the show. Tua completed, like, he's completed, like, 81% of his passes. He, in he the had last, the uh, second most accurate passing month of all time in NFL history. But Taysom Hill can yeah, make those throws. Yep. Um, and... <laughs> can make those and then Taysom Hill I mean small sample size but uh last game he had two TDs to four interceptions mm, so happens uh, it does yeah. it does uh but he's every bit as accurate so uh you know those weren't his fault when you were talking about bonus hot take when you were talking about Taysom Hill I thought you were going to mention this on March 24th 2020 Brady Papinga who said that uh NFL MVP Lamar Jackson is quote the poor man's Taysom Hill so <laughs> well i mean with that big contract he he might be yeah jason hill is literally the rich <laughs> yeah. man yeah. yeah i don't know why theory, why sims theory, yeah. i mean sims also he, he's literally picking like phil said on the guy that had one of the best completion um com- completion percentage months of all time yeah, like, yeah. you could have picked literally any other quarterback well yeah. he can't well, choose zach wilson because he said he's better than mahomes so can't well, really park let's up give that him some more time. Oh, yeah, true. Let's give him some time. Chris, <laughs> let's go back to the record. He's been pretty good on his draft classes. So yeah, yeah, I'm uh, holding. I got some faith in Chris. That one time, yeah, he was good. Yeah, <laughs> uh, one and a half. What a good give show today. We were down a man, but we we performed up to par. I would say down a man. Yeah. We're yeah, we're we've uh, we've played on the penalty kill a couple times, but I mean we have great performances. So um, we're we're a resilient bunch. We are. We do. We kill penalties nicely, and we miss Adam. Yes. If if Adam was here right now, do you think what do you think he would want us to say on his behalf? Anything in particular, other than something just... about the picks or the lines? It's true. We'll talk about that on the other show, so that's fine. Yo, take cowboys. <laughs> yo, oh, I think he's in the Zoom right now. <laughs> the first yo was was that was Adam. That was <laughs> that was Adam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he, yeah. get better soon. Yeah, we miss you. Yeah. We miss you. Again, yeah, we had to go all up. virtual today. You know, well, in the NFL terms, non-COVID related illnesses puts us on virtual today. Yeah. That's, that's how you do it right there. But uh, I'm giving us a 10, maybe an 11 because of Two-Tone Patek's excellent appearance coming in in stride. I think today went seamlessly well. Yeah, I would agree. Two-Tone did a great job. Super happy for him. Oh, I over the moon. Expect nothing less from the king himself. Any uh, parting words from you guys there, Owen, if you want? No, it was a good uh, good Sunday. Uh, Phil, you did scare me a little bit with the uh, only five weeks left, so I'm going to try and not think about that. Yeah, Well, playoffs too. Playoffs too. Yeah, that's true. That's it's still true. depressing. Okay. Yeah. It is it's a little depressing. bit. It is. Anything that I But hey, good Sunday. Yeah, good Sunday. Yeah. Um, 
gambling's not 50 50 so <laughs> don't yeah, think that that's true because it's not <laughs> it was 50 50 you'd have a lot more money right now yeah, yeah. yeah. yes that's fact uh, can't quit the parlays nothing else to no. say uh yeah no it was a good sunday so we'll talk to you guys again on thursday hopefully we'll have adam back hopefully we'll all be uh together and uh you guys take care enjoy the start to your week here